I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. What a week it's been. It's my favorite thing. You know when Alan starts chatty man, he goes, what a week it's been. And that's always a very Alan situation. I've known Alan for many years, actually. Oh, here we go. Oh, here go the name Here drops. we go. Here go on, list them off quickly. Someone get the dustpan and brush. <laughs> I'm Gareth Locklock. And I'm Ollie Locklock. And we are... The Newly Dads. The Newly Dads. Great. That Let's try good. that again. We are the Newly Cancelled. Newly Dads. Is that right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are... The, the Newly Dads. And this week, our twins are... Nine weeks old. So we have the amazing and wonderfully close friend of ours, Olivia Bentley, here today. Just to think that she'd be our first perfect little guest. And also she's a godmother to our children. Oh, seriously. And also she's wasted. Um, she's not, but she does have a drink in her hand. I'm genuinely worried about this episode of Newly Dads, purely because Liv Bentley is a live wire when it comes with us. Obviously, we lived together for a long time. I'm trying to think of all the ridiculous things that did happen. Oh, the dog eating my knickers? The dog pooping out a condom? I literally was walking down the road and suddenly... My little dog suddenly decided to get quite heavy constipation. I don't know why we always go into crap with this. And suddenly I was there and, and he was pulling out a condom. I had to pull a condom out of his asshole. It was like um, one of those magicians, like hankies that just keeps coming. It must have been a situation where he goes, oh, he found the condom and was literally like, oh, that's, that tastes nice on the outside. But then there was a gooey treat in the middle. At least that I was practicing safe sex. I know, I, I know. I think that, that's very that responsible. Brilliant, very. Brilliant step forward for you. Remember the horrible pranks you used to do to me? Ollie and Gareth, when I first moved in, changed their Wi-Fi password to Libs a whore. Charming. That's anyway, nice. one night they get semi-burgled. We they did robbed. actually get burgled. Anyway, we got you were mugged fucking mugged in their own home. And I suddenly went into the kitchen and I was standing there, police everywhere. I was like, what the hell's gone on? Anyway, they were like, what's your Wi-Fi password? Because we need to get the CCTV. And both of you just turned to them going, Libs a whore. And I'm no, 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 I didn't. <laughs> I went, um, it's a capital L-I-V-S, A-W-H-O. Ari. Ari. They were like, what? Oh, so yeah. then as a joke, I got a tampon, covered it in ketchup and Worcester sauce, left it by their loo. I didn't hear anything for like a couple days. And then I had a panic attack that the dog had eaten the fucking tampon because was it was covered die. in ketchup. And I was worried I killed the dog. So then I called you and ruined the prank. Did you ever find that tampon? Yeah, yeah, we did. We just put yes. it in the bin. And then, we, and then we were like, oh, I got I you back. Good to that go. time. No, I had the best three years living with you guys, actually. Yeah, Sad day it was fun. I actually miss having you there. No, Christmas is when I actually really miss you guys because I that was my favourite memory, going to, what's that place called? We go get the trees. This, and then I hang my red thong 
on the top of the tree. Yeah, oh we decided God. the only angel we needed with Liv was a red thong. Something Clean. close to my snatch. But that was, that was, absolutely, that was on the top of the Christmas tree. That was our little angel, it was a red thong. I still have your red thong and it actually goes on the top of my tree. <laughs> yeah. When you're not wearing it. Yeah, when I'm, no, well, Ollie's got it on right now. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny is literally last week I got the tape measure out and I've measured how big a Christmas tree we can get in there and we will keep up the new I tradition. cannot wait. It's my favourite thing. This is my favourite story of Gareth. I'm in my bedroom and Gareth, he knocks on and he goes, may I have a word with you? And I was like, yes. And so he comes and sits on the end of my bed like my father and he goes, I just wanted to talk to you. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, I was wondering, have you been doing a lot of NOS recently? NOS as in happy gas. You know those funny canisters that people then blow balloons? And I looked at him and I thought, what the fuck are you on about? He then took me into the bathroom and it was my tampon applicators. And I looked at him and I said, Gareth, those are plastic and they contain a cotton bud sort of thing. And the whole thing was so uncomfortable. The fact that you thought I was in my bedroom and doing happy gas. No, 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 no. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. We'd been away, I'd come back home. I'd never done bloody knots. Oh, neither have I. No, well, good. And that was my concern. And basically, (laughs) I've seen these things where they look like a tampon applicator. (laughs) The idea that you didn't know what that was as such is an extraordinary situation, but you only grew up with men in your house. I have no sisters, I grew up literally with tampons everywhere. (laughs) Did you? That was a part of my life, yeah. How's your sex life? Do you still have sex or...? How is my sex life? Um, no. Okay, we, we, I, I actually think that we do need to have this discussion. There goes the tumbleweed. Because I know... That, that you're straight. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is my you, worry. <laughs> that you need more sex than I do as it comes, it goes even. Comes, option You need it, I don't really need it. However, since the babies have arrived, it's now been three months... And I know that we haven't had sex in that time. You guys are acting like you both pushed the twins out. You haven't got a vagina that needs healing. No, I know, but Ollie, I just feel like you use it as an excuse. Oh, well, it does help that Liv Bentley does own a lubrication company called Jomo, which is actually very good. Which actually, I went to the bathroom this morning and I saw that the Jomo had, because I've actually never used it yet, because actually we haven't had... But the bottle's half empty. But the bottle's (laughs) half empty. And I was like, uh, something's a bit awry here. And I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, well, I had a wank, didn't I? I How many wanks have you had? No, well, actually, it was just a really intense one. Also, Um, another thing that happened this week is I emptied the nappy bin. And I was like, why is there a lubricant sachet in here? And he's like, uh, he obviously tried to get away with it by, by hiding it the in the nappy bin. <laughs> also, also, but no, it was a no, no it's not that. It's because it's the only bin in the room. And I was like, It's oh. not the only bin in the room so that we just how had. how often, shall I be, I'll be sex therapist. Right. How often are you wanking? What's healthy? Three, four times a week? I think you were about to say a day. Maybe I was more. like, oh, I their own. And Oliver, do you wank at all? Very rarely. You shouldn't be because then I'm, we need to have sex. Because if you're doing that. I don't, and also, I'm not. Not just, even the old blozer? Just, just to say, no, not even the cheeky old blozer. I realised that we do need a bit of time for ourselves recently. Light a candle, open a bottle of Jomo and just... Do you know what? It starts with the foreplay. Plug in an air wick, Febreze the place. You need to... uh, Have a pot noodle and a wank. You need like a romantic evening. Well, we haven't had that. And the other day, I realised the severity of that situation. Ah, is is this going where I think it's going when I walked into the bedroom? Right, okay. So basically, I know when Ollie's getting ready to like have some intimate time because... Has he got the hair removal cream out? I went into the bedroom. He's on all fours in the bathroom, beating his ass off. Oh, my favourite. And I'm like... Let me guess, he used his credit card to wipe it off. He was literally downward dogging on all fours, cheeks apart. And I literally went in and I was like, seen it all. No, it is. I used my Tesco's club card. 
to kind of wipe it on my asshole. That to, poor to, to, woman. Thank God it scans now and you don't have oh, to hand that. Like, I, I don't hand it. So, so specific. It is. It's a nice club card. It's got better all than my your Harrods one, I suppose. So going back to my original point, our lovely friend Carrie, who's very often lives with us upstairs, said, I'll look after the babies tonight. You guys go and have a lovely evening. So we sat there. We watched a nice film and slowly drifted off. And I had a lovely, lovely night's sleep. I woke up at about 4 a.m., which is kind of a random, usual time to wake up when you've got children anyway, because they need to feed. I woke up at that time and I was quite literally humping my pillow, having ejaculated all over. No. And I had had a wet dream. <laughs> Who the fuck has wet dreams? I don't, I've, Ollie, I've never had one wet dream. How old are you? Uh, not 16. I thought a wet dream was something that happens to boys when they're like 14 and you jizz in your sleep. You jizz in your sleep. Your body, Oliver, is telling you to have sex. You're literally having a wet dream. Maybe you Who need has to a wet ease dream? him into it, if you know what I mean. Ease him into it. I've been married to him for nearly three years, babe. Well, I jizzed myself. And that is something also, that I'm aware I'm of. I'm in the bed next to you. This, this happened at four in the morning. And also, you sent me upstairs to go look for the pillow. There is so much that is wrong How here. did you explain yourself in the morning? He didn't. I didn't know this. I've never heard this. But I remember the, the dream as well. I remember what it Who was. Who was in it? Oh, no, actually, now that's interesting. Oh, it was a random person, for starters. You've got to be also a massive loser to, like, dream about have your a wet dream whilst having 40. sex. That's really uncool. Guy, girl. It was a guy, right? But he had two penises. That's actually a nightmare for me. If I had a dream of two blokes coming out with their schlongs out, I'd have a heart attack. Oh, would... live. Oh, live. Please, attack. I can't Come take on. both at once. You oh, know perfectly liar. well. When have you ever seen me with two men? Actually, I'm sure you know what? Times. Don't answer the question. I think, Ollie, you just need to be more in tune with your body. I think we need to get someone in to just to basically just align, Sutra align your chakras and sort you out, mate. Okay, well, that's a discussion. Oh, my God, get a sex therapist in. So, actually, I've got to tell you something. There's this amazing woman out there who lives in Idaho who... It's a bit of a commute. Who, no, I know, yeah. but she basically... It's a very expensive business class she, No, no, <laughs> she sleeps with her clients to help their marriages. Do you know what her name is? Olivia Bentley and I have been trolled the last <laughs> month. I'm not joking. I have Shut had messages up. from people Wait, saying, this? "Are you the therapist? I need your help." I live in someone's. I'm I live... googling. No, no, this. Google Olivia Bentley, sex therapist. I thought my what? phone was getting hacked because I had thousands of messages from people saying, "I need your help. I want your help." All this stuff, and I thought, "The hell are you talking about?" Anyway, then I got sent the article. How often do you guys do something that's just the two of you? We don't. You need to make more of an effort with that. I think so. For sure. I think it's probably important that we do see a sex therapist because Gareth is very aware of this. This is the only pressure that I have in our relationship really is that we don't have an, enough sexual moments together. Enough? There's been three this year. You reckon three? Three might be punchy. Two? <laughs> no. Bubba, come on. And also, I'm wildly understanding. I think the fact that we've got the twins and then that's just a massive distraction. Do you think that's, since having the babies, it's changed? Oh, do you know what I get excited about now? Do you know what I get excited about? The fact that... Buying stuff on Amazon. I I get a raging boner when I go on Amazon (laughs) buying niche things that we definitely don't need and £2,000 jumpers, cashmere jumpers for a four-year-old. No, no, I don't do that. I get excited about, you know, the kids' progression. Like, do you know what we've managed to achieve? I figured out they had a cow's milk intolerance, put them onto goat's milk and they're pooping around the clock. It's brilliant. Well, it's not brilliant. I actually miss them being constipated because there's shit everywhere. But why does this always go back to shit? Because that's what our life is at the moment. My twins have been bowel movement because there is nothing worse than looking at their little faces as they're like squirming, screaming, (laughs) and they're constipated. (laughs) We've brought Liver along with us, and she's going to help us with some of our new delivery questions. Hi, Ollie and Gareth and Liv. I didn't have a big sister, but I did have an older girl cousin. In my eyes, she was the coolest person alive. 
She used to take me shopping, give me makeovers and hang out with her friends when she had to babysit me. One time, her and her friends were talking about a girl that they had fallen out with. And my cousin said that she was a massive slag. I had no clue what it meant. So I asked and she told me probably someone who was very popular with the boys. At primary school, I had a lot of friends who were boys. I played football with them, kiss chase, and all the other usual games. So I came to the conclusion that I was also a massive slag. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, babes. (laughs) I love her. I proudly went to school the next day and began telling my friends that I was a massive slag. (laughs) My my teacher at the time started to cotton on to the fact that her year four class had started saying slag in her lessons. (laughs) When asked who who taught them to it, she put my name forward. The teacher pulled me to one side and I told her that my cousin had told me that meant someone who was popular with the boys. She laughed, but then quickly told me it was a naughty word and something nobody really wants to be called. My cousin later, uh, my cousin was later the girl who took me out on my first night out where we threw up at the corner, uh, I threw up in the corner of a club. So it's fair to say, and she still was a lot of fun. Lots of love. I tell you what, this makes sense. Lucy in Stockport. You are absolutely, Stockport is known to be a bit like that, blowing up in a, in a corner of a club. I, I think Lucy is quite heaven. I, I think, think that's that really funny. brilliant. Year four. What, how old is year four? Year, year four, four is you're 10. Like 12. You're, no, no, you're, you're 10. You're 10 years old. You're nine or 10. And she's going around being like, I'm a slag. Massive the, slag. <laughs> the fact that basically the teacher's then cottoned on and the teacher's like, we've got a real issue <laughs> and she's pulled her aside and the teacher must be oh my god oh, so we're talking about whales it'd be like I'm the mass of a slag there is I'm the biggest slag in the <laughs> I'm village I'm the biggest slag I'm the only slag in the village um, also like the, the gravity of that teacher being like I'm gonna have to have a conversation with this nine ten year old basically them going around being like a massive slag and be like I don't probably want to hear about the subject matter here they must have had so much relief when they were like, oh, it's just someone that's popular with boys and not not in that amorous sense. When you said that story about the slag thing, I remember first hearing the the worst word you could possibly say, beginning with a C, because I got told it meant something different to what it actually meant. So I used to use that. And I think I said it to my sister, and I was honestly probably about 10 years old. She was must have been about six. So I told her this word, ran into the kitchen going, what's this? C-U-N, whatever. And then I remember getting smacked. As By a child. who? Which one? It was Athena, the baby one, of course. She was no, there. no, no, but who smacked you? It was probably one of my parents going, I cannot believe you've used that word. And I was like, someone lied to me about what that word meant. But also, I thought it meant like a current. I know that sounds also, absurd. How, okay, okay, you're calling your sister a current. The way it was explained to me from a cousin, it didn't mean what it meant. And so obviously there I was 10 years old, not obviously knowing the definition of that word. So I went around going, basically, you're a cunt. Like this. What, you were just calling everyone currants? Basically, yeah. Like raisins. Dried fruit. Didn't realise it was the hanging gammon. Do you know what I mean? Rums. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Mum said that to me once. I did say it in front of her. She goes, don't use that word, darling. At least say couldn't. (laughs) That's that's one of these things, though, with little kids. When when they start talking, I cannot wait for us to start talking. What did our niece and nephew say the other day? What the fuck's he doing here? You know what my first word was? I don't mind it. Go away. Mind box. That, go honestly, away. Go away. That was my first word. My Why? mom told me this the other day. I don't know. Because you know, I probably just words. want to piss off. A sweet thing that kids pick up. My niece, Rex, she broke something. My brother was like, don't worry, it's just an accident, right? My brother then was a few days later in the kitchen, dropped this really nice bowl that I think someone bought him or whatever. And he was like effing and blind and really stressed out and whatever. And she just comes up to him, grabs him and goes, don't worry, Daddy. It's only an accident. 
Oh. How much does that break your heart? That's actually That's really so sweet. much nicer than sweet kids as using expletives. <laughs> 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 or calling everyone a current. Yeah, or I'm calling everyone a current. You naughty current, you. <laughs> right. Uh, dear Gareth and Ollie and Liv, uh, so glad you guys have a podcast now. My house was the best for hide and seek. And me and my siblings used to always hide in random places to surprise our parents. One of the best hiding places was behind the door in their dressing room. And one time I decided that I would prank my parents by hiding there with the aim of jumping out in the middle of the night. Although I know where this is going. My parents have said goodnight to me and gone back downstairs to enjoy their dinner. I took that as the moment to go set up my position in my hiding place. This sounds I waited and waited and waited. I waited such a long time that I ended up falling asleep curled up behind the door. That's sweet. I woke up to some pretty loud bangs, which were coming from the room next door. The bangs were accompanied by <laughs> no bangs were accompanied by a slapping sound and my mum screaming, "Daddy, daddy, daddy!" I <laughs> I was really upset about what my dad was doing to my mum, and it kept getting louder and louder to the point where I emerged from my hiding place and screamed, "No, stop it!" <laughs> Oh, God. I've never seen two people look more shocked, and I screamed even more when I saw both of them completely naked. <laughs> I ran out of the room in floods of tears and cried even more when I got to my bed. My mum later came to my room. Obviously, later came to my room. She, she finished, clearly. Now in her dressing gown, <laughs> looking far more relaxed, uh, to tell me that there was nothing to worry about and that they were playing a game meant for grown-ups. As I got older, I realised what had happened, and the three of us have never mentioned it again. From James in London. Do you know what's worse? And this is why they don't talk about it later on. Mummy shouting, daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh. That is why. That is why. It's not just, you know, a bit of moaning and groaning, whatever. Her parents were going at it and also gone to the room, come in 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, whatever, in a dressing gown, obviously probably had a shower, whatever. The mum's finished up. Like, I love the, I love the have fact we, that she have, you, have we ever walked in on our parents? I have heard it. Have you heard us having sex before? No, because you don't do it. No, yeah, no, exactly. Have you heard me have sex? Yes, obviously. I have walked. We, I once walked when in. When I've had a few drinks and I think I'm a bit of a porn star in my ass. Stick it in my ass. I remember we were skiing and I thought this was a joke at the time. I'd walked in, we'd all gone skiing, come back to get ready for supper. And I was, I was young. I was about nine years old. Anyway, I went into my parents' room and they were in their underwear, as in in the hotel. And I was suddenly like, this is a bit weird. And my dad said, I was like, what are you doing? He goes, a, a bit of how's your father? And I was, I was like, I don't know what that, obviously as a child, I was like, I don't know what that means. How's your father? Anyway, later on, nine months later, when they, no, five months later, when my mother goes, we're pregnant. And she goes, it was a skiing accident. I then put two and two together. Wait, and I was, was that like, Eddie? That, that was, yeah, actually was Eddie. Oh, And they called him the skiing there. accident. I was, I mean, I don't want to say I was there, but I was <laughs> partook in I, some encouraging. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, well, it, well it, yeah. I, I honestly thought our generation invented the blowjob for a long time. I didn't know. I don't know why. No, 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 no. But like the older generation, they are goers. This is an age old question, but would you like a penis? Oh my God, let's do this. Okay, fine. If I had a penis for one day if you, and you two had vaginas for one day, what would you do? First, I'd have a wank, I think. Just to off. know how it feels. Just to know how it feels. Then I'd obviously sleep with a girl, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. 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 I'd see what it's like, what it feels like to put a condom on. And that's probably about it, That's really. niche, because actually niche. it doesn't feel like anything, really. Weird. I would love a vagina just for a date. I think that would be fascinating. But the idea, there's a lot of admin behind them. Yeah, you're fucking telling me. Periods, contraceptive. But also, it's basically just a, a gaping hole. 
Not everyone has a gaping hole. Yeah, but it's just a hole. It doesn't just flow out. Things don't fall out of it. No, but it's closed and it welcomes in guests. I've seen many vaginas in my time and that's why I mastered the clitoris so I went gay. Most people don't know where the clitoris is. I do. I do. What? I do. It is. There. I don't want to have this conversation with you. I feel like I'm actually having a sex chat with my parents. (laughs) My gay parents. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Guys, thank you so much for your messages. If you want to send any naughty, fabulous stories, make sure that you email us on newlydads at jampopproductions.co.uk and we'll make sure we try and read them out. Naughtier, the better. Naughtier, the better. Like Liv Bentley. So yeah, Liv, your Apollo's got better, aren't you? Yeah. I say that like I don't know. I do know that, obviously. I think, Liv, you're the first person we actually asked. We asked you, when, obviously, when it hadn't worked before, but because we'd come back and we were eight weeks pregnant and... We're just excited because it's taken so long. And then we presented you with a box and you opened it. But now I think about it. We passed you a pregnancy test that said positive and said, will you be a godmother? We passed you a stick that someone had peed on. In an ice in a box. box. That's weird. No, it was that? actually thought of it. That was, was potentially one of the worst days of my life. Oh, not that day, but that. No, losing babies, trigger warning, guys. That was, it was our fourth round when we went through IVF that we actually got them and we went through two miscarriages. It's us and with our surrogate and there's just so much, they want to do this amazing thing for you and they're having this miscarriage and it's just, it's awful. I don't know how you go through it. Honestly, like I don't know how anyone does. It's been tough. Both the surrogates that we have become close to that, that very beautifully carried the babies are just remarkable people. They've done something so incredible and I just you can never really understand how incredible these people have been in our lives and it's that's it i know we've gone from no, kind of really high selfless so. thing you can do for someone these are people who have had kids before and they know what it's like and they want to do this they don't get paid for it it's altruistic like you know we'll cover expenses and things like that and then you just end up with this amazing bond with this person because you you go through the mill, you go through the absolute mill, and now we've got these two amazing twins who are pooping around the clock. This is the best thing because everyone's got their own sort of way of being a godparent as such. You're going to be very much when they're a bit when older. When they're older, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm really useless at giving people gifts. 
I'm not very good at remembering birthdays. Once he's of age, I'll take him. That sounded weird, doesn't it? No, I'll take him out and I'll be the godparent when he's a bit older. How did you feel when we asked you to be a godparent? I was very touched. Ollie was the first person I ever spoke to on Made in Chelsea. He was the only person who was nice to me, the only person who would speak to me. And it was at my first event day and we had an exhibition and you were standing in a pink Ralph Lauren shirt. I always remember this. Shocking. And you'd either just done the island or you were about to do it. Did he tell you all about it and all the people that he did it with? No, he actually didn't. He, oh, was, he's he, he saved himself. You were actually the first person I became close to on the show. I've always been a fan of the underdog. I think I get slightly happy yet concerned when people ask me because I'm like, why do I keep getting asked to be someone's godparent? I've got three godchildren now. You've got an army, Instead mate. of being always the bridesmaid, never the bride, it's always the godmother, never the mother. How many godparents do they each have? They've got eight each. Eight each? Who was I in line with? So you share a godparentship with Richard Dynan. People might remember him from the show. Uh, Ollie Priestman, my best mate. Binky. Cosmo's got Gokwan. That's quite a joke. She's actually got some good ones as well, I must yeah, admit. She's, she's got a strong roster. See, I have nine godparents. They're quite right. See, I think it's high end. But one of mine died and then her three daughters became my godparents. And I speak to all of them, like, see them all the time. It's one of those things and everyone's like, oh, well, you got to pick people who will be in your life later on. Everyone we've picked will be people who will be in our lives later on. Like, we have quite a tight-knit group of people. What are you hoping to impart on Apollo? I would love to be almost like that crazy aunt who he can like run to and be like, I've done this. Or like call me if he's got into trouble in the middle of the night. That one. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, stuff you can't talk about, talk to your parents about. But you have like that one person you can talk to things about. I, I feel like I'm an open parent. I... You say that now. Just you wait till they get older. Binky's got a very, very open relationship about sex and etc with her mother and I know that sounds weird like it's very interesting sorry have you met my father very much so but I think that's important to no, have I think a, a conversation really about it like we're not a prudish family at all these no. kids will be lols no but what I mean is there's certain things you just don't want to speak to your parents about like I have a godmother who I remember getting her to come pick me up from some house party in the middle of the night like stuff like that that's what I'd want to be that godmother for we choose godparents for what their ability is to shape their lives in the future. This is also not our lives. Mm. These are their little lives. We can point them in the right direction as much as we possibly can. Please, can you actually just inform me, what exactly do you think I'm going to be offering Apollo? There has to be a naughty godmother. And you are naughty and you're funny, but also you are actually incredibly caring. Yeah, you're very loving. And actually you will love those children an awful lot. I know, I already do. Uh, I'm so happy I'm the naughty one. I want to be like the Joanna Lumley of the group. What, as in, like, ab-fab? Yeah. Like, burn the house down sort of, yeah. sort of vibes. Old also, yeah, giving cigarette. them a cigarette when they're 16, when they go, oh, can I have a cigarette, Liv? Yeah. Quick question, who's going to be good cop and who's going to be bad cop? Because I see this with my parents the whole time. My dad will always be a good cop. What he does is says to my mother, he goes, you tell them no. So we all go to my mum, my mum's like, absolutely not. Whereas we go to my dad and he goes, yeah, of course you can, just ignore your mother. That's honestly how it works. So my poor I'm... mother stands there getting it in the neck from both ends. She's got my dad here, my siblings here. <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to be your mum in that situation, aren't I? Yeah, you will be. So when I was younger, my favourite thing, and I'd play my parents against each other, my mum was fine with us drinking and my dad was fine with us smoking. So before a house party, I'd go to my dad for cigarettes. This is age 16. He goes, here, Lula, give us packs of facts. Then I'd go to my mum, I'd be like, can, can I have a drink? She goes, here's a bottle of gin. So I'm literally the best of both worlds. But they both go, don't tell your father, don't tell your mother. We've always been naughty. Like, that's our thing. We've been naughty. We've done bad things. I got expelled. My dad used to dress up as a nun to get out of school just to get a free bus ride into Reading. I'm not joking. I, for, that is knowing, the most ridiculous thing I've Kev, ever heard. He dressed as a nun he dressed as to a get nun. a free this bus. This is my father, also, who, nuns... the most offensive person you'll ever fucking meet. This man, by the way, said to me, the day I lost my virginity or the day after, I got home and he goes, you look different. And I was like, what? 
And he goes, something's happened. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you're not a virgin anymore, are you? And so the first person who knew I was no longer a virgin was my father. How the hell did he know sitting, that? Fuck knows. We shouldn't have shaken And then he there. asked how it happened. And I said, I didn't ever tell him. I was like, in a fit behind the Albert Hall. But I didn't actually no, tell him. Is that, that's quite fabulous. You lost your virgin is quite fabulous. through a night out at Lux. Also in a fit. And I remember the first person I spoke to about this was my father. My father is heavily involved in our lives. And he's the sort of bloke who goes, show me, get them up on the Facebook. And I go, no, firstly, no one uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> so he goes on the on the Instagram. And my dad doesn't even know how to use WhatsApp. So I am, wait, I, I, <laughs> that, I, I that need was to my speak to your dad about this. Story. Oh my fucking Lord. How the hell did your father know? In a car no, my behind favorite, the Albert This is my favorite story about my dad. So we all went to Bradfield and there's um, four girls, one brother. Oh, this is um, amazing. And... My dad never in his entire life has watched a netball match, a lacrosse match, nothing. Anyway, on one occasion, he decides to go to Bradfield to watch one of my sisters, Cordelia, play netball. He's standing there with my mother and there are some young lads in front of him. Anyway, one of the boys points at the goalkeeper and goes, she's going to give me a blowjob later. And my father looked up and looked at who's pointing and goes, that's my fucking daughter. So he tapped him on the shoulder and goes, may I have a word with you? He goes, Bentley girls do not give blowjobs. Right, but... 13. Someone had filmed uh, it. Yeah, this is amazing. Filmed it, put it on YouTube. So at Bradfield, the thing that went round about all the Bentleys was Bentley girls don't get blowjobs. We actually do, and they're great. Wait. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So is this all still on YouTube? <laughs> it must be somewhere. I but can you imagine my father? That. There's a 13 year old. He goes, You're 13. He goes, At your age, I was lucky to get a bicycle, let alone a blowjob. <laughs> That's amazing. So, Liv, you have been our first guest, and thank you, everyone, for listening, and thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you follow us all on the Instagram. The Instagram, along with the Facebook and the interweb. Thank you very much, Liv. We love you very, very much. We've got TikTok. The ticker to talk Different generation for you. Cheers, guys. Thank you for listening to Newly Dads, and we'll be back next week for a brand new episode with someone potentially going to help us with our sex lives. been listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Garrett Loplock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. And Newly Dads is a jam pop production. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.